Welcome to this edition of Community Matters Podcast, where we discuss issues important to condos, co-ops, and homeowner associations. My name is Tony Campisi, and I'm Executive Director of Community Associations Institute's Pennsylvania and Delaware Valley Chapter. The topic for this episode is summer weather conditions and how they can affect your property and community. We'll be discussing how stormy weather in the warm summer months, flooding, and high humidity can affect your property and lead to mold growth, and what can be done to mitigate and prevent this type of damage to your property. My guest today is Robert Tabasco, Business Development at Roland Companies, a commercial property restoration and and remediation company that specializes in mold remediation. Welcome, Bob, and thank you for joining us today to talk about summer weather and how it can affect your property. Hi, Tony. Thank you for having me. So I guess it's appropriate we're, talk, we're, we're recording this the morning after a serious storm in southeast Pennsylvania yesterday. Uh, what kinds of things should property owners and managers be ready for as summer approaches? Well, you're right, Tony. It's, uh, we're only halfway through May here, and we've already had a couple of pretty strong storms. Um, so I'd like to talk a little bit about storm preparedness. Um, in our offices across Florida, Texas, and other parts of the South, we see a lot of hurricane activity. Um, so fortunately, hurricanes are pretty rare in our area, but storms do happen all year round. And in the summer, strong thunderstorms are not uncommon. So taking some steps to prepare can minimize the damage caused by storms. Trees and branches, they can cause a lot of damage if they fall on a structure. So make sure that tr- those trees are maintained. Um, I would recommend having a qualified person cut down any dead or dying trees or branches especially those overhanging um, a structure. A power generator is also a good idea, especially if you live in an area where the power goes out often, but they can be expensive. Um, So another option is to rent one when the power goes out. Um, Storm preparation kits are a good idea also. They're they're readily available, or you can easily put one together uh, yourself, um, just, you know, including a flashlight, batteries, uh, some cash, of course, first aid supplies, any medications that you may need, and copies of your uh, critical information in case you need to evacuate. In general, you know, just stock up on supplies in case you lose power and water for several days. And if you're not able to leave uh, your property during flooding or blocked roads, you're going to need some supplies to get by and enough, enough for your family. In the event of damage to the roof or other parts of a building, it's a good idea to have the contact information handy for a reputable property restoration contractor. You should choose one with the resources and experience to respond quickly and know how to handle storm damage. They should be able to help with tarping, board ups, and uh, provide backup power. So, so now that we are getting into uh, warmer weather, how, how, tell us how warmer weather promotes mold growth. Okay, mold is a very serious issue. There was a famous case, I saw this uh, on a television episode recently, where a family in Texas had a minor water leak in their home, which was a multi-million dollar mansion. And it wasn't immediately addressed, and unfortunately black mold developed. Long story short, it got so bad that the entire property was declared a total loss and they had to demolish it. Um, And what's worse is that some of the family members suffered irreversible irreversible damage to their health. That's terrible to hear. Um, what, can, what can we do about it to prevent that kind of a situation from happening? Well, what you have to do is make the conditions unfavorable for mold growth. Um, fortunately, this isn't that hard to do. We know that mold flourishes at temperatures between 77 and 86 F. 
um, and couple that with humidity and you have the perfect conditions for mold growth. Um, you know, uh, most of us fortunately live in air conditioned environments. Um, air conditioning will decrease the interior temperature of a building, but you know, keep in mind that the temperature may not be evenly lo low enough throughout the building to impede mold growth. So set the thermostat low enough so that the warmest areas are cool enough to keep the mold from flourishing. Bob, can you identify for us some of the more suspect areas in a, in a home or in a building where mold is more likely to grow? Sure, that's a good question. Uh, we really need to pay special attention to areas inside closets and cabinets, as well as behind appliances and plumbing fixtures, um, because those areas are typically darker, um, slightly warmer, and more damp than the rest of your home or office. Laundry rooms are of particular concern, since the activities of washing and drying contribute to warm, damp environment. Um, humidity trapped in a dark, stagnant environment will eventually become the perfect reading breeding ground for mold. Do you have any tips or tricks for, for listeners um, that homeowners can use to prevent this situation from happening in their own home? Absolutely. One of the most important preventative measures is to regularly check plumbing fixtures. Having a, an ongoing water issue, even if it's a slow leak, will make a home more susceptible to growth. We always recommend that people maintain the general cleanliness of any space. Um, regular cleaning can be helpful in pre preventing mold growth. Bear in mind that sources of mold spores can include dirt that settles on shelves and other surfaces. Um, soap scum is another source of mold growth. You have to make sure that you eliminate unclean elements from your environment through regular cleaning. It's also helpful to maintain proper inter interior air circulation. Generally, regular maintenance and cleaning puts us in a position to identify issues of concerns before it's too late. So you're giving us another good reason to get our spring cleaning done early. You mentioned air circulation. What can be done to ensure proper, uh, proper circulation inside a home? In the summer, at atmospheric humidity is especially high. But regardless of whether the humidity occurs naturally or if it's from daily activities such as showering or cooking, it's critical to maintain a low level of humidity. So if you have excessive humidity, the solution can be as simple as investing in a dehumidifier. There are smaller ones available from uh, your home improvement stores or larger ones, uh, commercial uh, scale units that are also available. If you live in a multifamily complex, like an apartment building, some factors may be beyond your control. So your air conditioning unit acts as a, humi a dehumidifier just by its standard operation. And it may be tempting on slightly cooler days to open up some windows, let in some fresh air, and save on some cooling costs, but it may be beneficial to keep the uni unit running during those days um, to help control the humidity within the home. Make sure you have properly functioning bathroom and kitchen fans to eliminate the moisture after cooking or showering and wipe down, any, wipe down or mop up any condensation from surfaces uh, or floors to keep humidity levels down. And make sure your dehumidifier and or air conditioner have properly functioning drainage. Bob, you mentioned ceiling fans in bathrooms and kitchens to maintain circulation, but let's say you've done everything you can to keep the humidity level down in your home or your building, but you still have mold growth. What, what's next? What do you do? Okay, well at the first sign of mold, you should contact a qualified contractor with expertise in mold remediation. 
Once mold growth begins, if it's allowed to flourish and spread, it can cost thousands of dollars to eradicate, or worse yet, as I mentioned earlier, pose serious health threats to the occupants of the space. So it's important to address the problem as quickly as possible. And you should never use a fan or an air blower directly at an area affected by mold growth because that'll cause the spores to spread and potentially make the problem worse. Uh, one more thing I'd like to mention is that um, I've spoken to a lot of people who don't seem to um, know that chlorine bleach does not kill most molds. It does kill germs and some molds, but mold is not a germ. So there are safe, some safe and effective chemicals and treatments available to kill mold. So if you suspect you have growth, contract your, contact your property restoration contractor and they'll be able to advise you on what to do. Got it. So it's best to use a professional. Um, when is there too much mold? Or I guess another way what is, to say that, what is the allowable safe amount of mold? Well, that's a great question, Tony. Uh, you know that the EPA sets levels for acceptable radon levels, lead levels in our drinking water, etc. Um, but there are no federal or state regulations that dictate a safe level of mold for a residential property. Mold is considered to be an environmental problem rather than a housing or safety issue. Mold, of course, is notoriously difficult to detect, and what may look like dangerous mold can only be legitimately determined by lab testing. Another thing to consider is that most homeowner insurance policies will not cover damage from mold because they consider it a preventable condition. Since there's mold all around, generally speaking, outdoor air conditions and spore counts are used, to gauge, used as a gauge to determine appropriate amounts in any given space. So in other words, an ounce of prevention is definitely worth a pound of cure. Absolutely. And it's simple things that you can do. Set the inside temperature in low 70s. If you suspect humidity, get a dehumidifier to keep the moisture level low, below 60%. Um, you can even use moisture absorbers like Damp Rid, other products like that that will trap uh, excess humidity and eliminate musty odors in your closets. Well, Bob, thank you for taking, out, uh, taking time out today to talk to our listeners about summer weather conditions and indoor mold. Um, as you mentioned with that case from, from Texas, I think you said it could become a very serious problem if it's not addressed. For those of you who may want more information on this topic, you can visit Roland online at www.rolandcompanies.com. That's R-O-L-Y-N companies.com. For more resources on other topics regarding the management or governance of your condominium, cooperative, or homeowners association, please contact CAI or visit our website at www.cai-padelval.org. Thank you for listening. <laughs>